0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Postcards Podcast.
1: Today, we're writing you a postcard from a redhead and a blonde, and we're both super, super nervous. So if you see us giggling and fidgeting, it's because we're super like excited, super nervous, because um, it's our first podcast episode. But... Today's episode is going to be all about, like, getting to know us as people, um, getting to know, like, why we started the podcast, what we want to do with the podcast, and all the fun stuff to do with that.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, like Lauren said, we are both quite nervous. I feel like we've been talking about it for a while, which is, like, really, honestly, a whole other story, I feel like, because we kind of, I mean, do we want to tell that story of, like, how we actually started? Or, like, okay, no, wait. First, how do you feel about starting a podcast?
1: I... I'm a little bit nervous. I'm so excited, but like always wanted to start a podcast. Like me and my friends would always like joke about starting podcasts, but like it would never come to fruition. Cause like people always joke about starting podcasts. I feel like, like everyone's like, oh, We're so funny, we should start a podcast. But I'm like so serious about it. Like I've always been a person that like if I want to do something, I just kinda of go and do it. Like I started a YouTube channel in high school, th- like stopped video recording on it for like a long time and started again and stopped it and like so I've always loved sharing my life and so I always knew I wanted to do a podcast I just didn't have anyone to do it with until we decided to you know start this
0: so how do you feel definitely nervous because yeah I have don't have a youtube channel which I know you do which is super cool you should go check it out um but yeah I've never like done anything in terms of like But I think this past year, I've just been in a really, like, can you (laughs) start all (laughs) this? Yeah. Okay. Like, just, like, fuck it. Like, whatever. I'll do whatever I want. Like, type of vibe. Whereas, like, years before that, I was never in that mindset. It was always, like, I cared so much about, like, what other people thought. And, like, so I never would have, in a million years, done something like this where you, like, put yourself out there and, like, you know. But I feel like the past, like, I don't know, year, six months, like, my life has just done, like, a full 180. And, like, now I'm just like, you know what? Do the things that... You want to do and like it's for fun at the end of the day right like it's just for fun so I'm really excited but also really nervous because I have no idea how to like talk (laughs) about like stuff like this but it'll be good it'll be
1: really fun so it will be really fun even like when we were out for dinner last night we went out for dinner with our friend Sonia and she was telling all her fun stories which was great but then we were also like giving advice telling our stories and like coming up with funny like inside jokes and it's just like That would be such a good podcast episode. I feel like you had so many like good words of wisdom and like good stories that you
0: could share. So like, I don't know. I'm just really excited. And we will be traveling. So it'll be kind of like a fun little spin on everything. And I think at the end of the day, it's really going to be cool to like look back on everything and like know like where you were at in your life at like this age, right? this time or like whatever because for me like it's it's literally like keeping a diary like but it's like a visual diary or like a whatever sound diary I don't know but it's like you're keeping track of like where you're at at like this stage in your life and like that would be really cool to like look back on in like a couple years and be like okay because like this was my mindset then this is how much I've changed because I know for sure that I've changed a lot over the past couple years and like obviously we're just going to keep changing evolving and like keeping track of that will be fun. But hopefully we don't look back at this and be like, the first episode was so great. Yeah. And also like keeping up with each other.
1: Like that's the whole point of this podcast. And that's why we called it Postcards Podcast is because basically last year I started being a digital nomad. So I move like to different places all the time. Like almost every month I'll change where I'm living. And then Nicole also wants to start doing that. So like we both kind of want to do the travel thing. We both want to be digital nomads. We both start our own business um, and we want to keep in touch. Like we have weekly calls anyways, why don't we just make a podcast out of it? So that's where the postcards came from, in case anyone was kind of wondering where that came from. Like
0: it's like we're keeping up with each other and sharing it with you guys. The funniest part of our calls though is like every week, I swear we like alternate of who's crying on the call. It's like we'll literally get on the call and one of us <laughs> is like just had a breakdown or like is like, you know, on the verge of tears. And so maybe we'll share that with everyone, but also that might be something that we do down the line, but it's so funny. It'll be like, oh my God, what happened this week? What happened this week? And we just like vent. So it'll be kind of a good place to like just vent.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I know we kind of want to talk about like today. First of all, it was crazy with everything that happened. Uh, do you want to explain what happened?
0: Yeah, so... You went for breakfast, which was like we were originally planning to like start, I think, like well, a lot earlier in the day. But like she had a breakfast, which is totally fair because oh, we should probably address the elephant in the room. We're never together, like in person. Yeah. So all of our episodes will actually be like virtually. But today you're in Ottawa because you came for the weekend, and so we're like filming, getting our little fix. Um, but honestly, the next time we're together it probably won't be for a while, like definitely a couple months. There might be some surprise collabs in there, but um, yeah, for definitely a really long time. So it was kind of like a jam-packed weekend anyways, where we had to like fit everything in. So like last night we went for dinner and like, you know, that was super fun. But then like this morning she had a breakfast and I was like, okay, no worries. Like, that's great. Like, I'll just like wake up and like kind of figure something out like myself and then we'll meet up at like 1130. Um, Anyway, so I woke up early. I was like, you know, I'm feeling good. Obviously like stressed, but like feeling good. And then I, like, did my hair really early in the morning. And then I, like, was, like, oh, I don't even like how it looks. But, like, whatever. I'm just going to not redo it. And I think it looks so good. Like, first of all, it looks really good. Thanks. I don't know. I was just, like, you know when you're not happy with it, you're, like, okay, this is not the vision that I had. But whatever. Um, anyways. So then I go... I had to go to Best Buy to pick up, like, the tripod that we're filming on. Because, I like, don't have a tripod. Um, like I said, first time, like, filming something like this. So I go... <laughs> Best Buy opens at 11 and I'm like, whatever, I'm going to be like an early queen. Like I'm going to go at like, I think I left my house at like 10.30, 10.40. Like I was like there early and I was waiting in the parking lot at 10.43. I remember because I texted you and I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for Best Buy to open. And you're like, okay, cool. And then I am like, oh shit. Like I literally don't have my purse. And like, that's not like me. Like I always bring my purse, but I don't know. Like sometimes it's, it's the chaotic energy. It (laughs) is. It's the crackhead energy. But I just like didn't have my purse. I'm like, I don't have, you need an ID to pick something up like at, at Best Buy. Like if you do like a curbside pickup or whatever. So I'm like, okay, well that's unfortunate because I don't have my ID. I don't have my purse. So I literally have nothing to show. So I had to drive home when I'm like, whatever, it's still early. Like I was early and you're like, I still need time. So it's fine. And then <laughs> this is like so on brand. Like I feel like this stuff just like, this is just my life. Like, I don't know. There's always stuff that happens, but we love that. Um, Basically, I go home, I get ready. Everything's good. I'm like, okay, we're good. We're feeling good. And then I leave my house. And I feel like I need to disclaim by saying that, like, my driving skills in general, as a general consensus, I think they're great. But everyone else seems to have something to say about them. I'm scared when I'm in the car with Nicole. (laughs) But, like, okay, it's like a healthy scared. It's like, okay, my motto for my car, and it's always been my motto is that you won't die in my car, but you won't feel safe. And I feel like that's really fair. Like, I feel like, you know, as long as you're surviving, why does it really matter? You know, right? Yeah. Anywho. So I hit a snowbank on the way out of my driveway. And then my, (laughs) then this guy who was like down the street, like, so then I'm like, whatever. I hit snowbanks all the time. Like, it's fine. Um, Keep in mind, I just got a new car like six months ago. So my old car, I hit snowbanks all the time. My new car I've been making an active effort to, like, pick up him. Um, His name is Earl, and he's a good guy. But But basically you know, we slip up and shit happens. So I hit the snowbank and I was like, whatever, he's probably fine. He's like a, he's a king at the end of the day. Right. And then I'm driving and then this man like flags me down and he's like, Oh, like you should check out your bumper. And I was like, "Mm, great. So then he has this whole talk with me about like what to do with a cracked bumper and like how to like whatever and how much it'll cost. And then I'm like, okay. Then, you know, when you're like sweating because you're like stressed because you're like, I need to be somewhere, but also like, I don't know this guy, but also he's helping me out. And then you're like, okay. So then, i'm like i was talking to him for literally like a while like literally like probably 20 minutes and i was already running late and then after that i finally went to best buy and i was like okay and then i get here to go like park and there's they said there's so many parking but everywhere on the street has those like non-parking signs where it's like if you park your car it's gonna get towed and that's like okay great um so then i like go to a couple different parking garages or all like private parking and then i found one and I didn't have to pay, so I kind of just snuck my car in there. So my car might honestly get towed, but who really knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just at breakfast, so I was like, it's fine. But then you called me, and you're like, "Um, my bumper's all messed up, and there's this guy who helped me. I was like, this is like a classic Nicole story. Like, something tragic happens with your car. And then a guy, of course, like, comes over and tries to save the day. Did he ask for your number?
0: <laughs> no, he was like an older man. Okay, so...
1: Yeah, no, it, it
0: actually is like a super on brand now, but like anyways, this is why I don't learn my lessons. And then you were just like waiting here and I was like, Oh my god, she's so mad at me. Like I was like literally like, you know when you're like you remember when you are like a kid and like someone would like do something and you would like take a shower and you'd be like replaying it in your mind and be like, Okay, hey, next time I'm in this situation, like this is what I'm gonna say. Like, did you never do that? yeah but were you envisioning us getting to an, an argument it? no no i didn't think it's an argument but i'm like okay what am i gonna say i need to be like i'm so sorry like, literally like anyways but everything was fine so you literally hit a snowbank with your car like what am i gonna be like
1: that was i don't know it doesn't really matter so but that relates to like our whole starting of the podcast because it's been so chaotic like first of all How we started, even like the idea of having a podcast was a little chaotic because I saw you once last year and it was like in Ottawa, I came to for a bit and then I was staying at Nicole's house for a night and like we went to Starbucks just to like work for the day. Like literally, like just to chime in,
0: like literally like 24 hours.
1: Yeah. Like that's always like 24 hours last year. That's the amount of time. And in that amount of time we managed to say that we're going to start a podcast. (laughs) Like so that 24 hours that we had together last year, we're just in the Starbucks and we're like. I know we are talking about professional stuff, like you're still working your job. I just started doing the digital nomad stuff, and we were just like, you know, let's. I would really love to start a podcast. And you're like, you know what? So would I. And then we're like, wait, we should actually start a podcast.
0: I literally have the most vivid memory because I think you said it as a joke. You're like, oh my god, like we should start a podcast. And I was like, ha ha, yeah. And then you looked at me like, no, like I'm not kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, like same. And then we both kept looking at each other like, are you serious? Are you serious? But then it was like. We didn't tell anyone in our life that we were actually doing this. I didn't even tell my roommate. And then my roommate told my Instagram story, like, announcing it. She said, girl, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, this kind of all happened, even though we were, like, planning it. But, like, it all happened at once. I don't know. It was, like, so random.
1: It was so random because we just said it once. followed made, like, a schedule, made the graphic, made everything. And I was the same. I didn't tell, like, anyone. Like, we have our group of friends, like, Natalie and sierra are like our best friends like that's our squad like the four of us and we didn't tell them by accident like i was just like "Ah, we haven't told them
0: genuinely a mistake but they're obviously super supportive and like anyways but it was just really funny because like we just literally forgot to tell everyone not because i didn't want to like literally not because i was like keeping it from anyone it was just like you don't want to start telling people months in advance and then like it never happened another thing is we, like, launched, put our trailer out. So, like, if you've
1: seen our trailer, it's, like, before this episode. We launched that on the Tuesday before our launch date. And, like, the trailer's full on, like, January 31st. Come on out. We're launching our first episode. Yeah, we didn't record our first episode yet. And it's Saturday. And the first episode's supposed to be out on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Like, literally, it's... Yeah. Like it's two days from now that it's going out and everyone's texting me and you, I think you were saying too, they're like, I can't wait for the first episode. It's going to be so good. And I'm here like, I, we haven't even recorded it because so we haven't even recorded. It. I was getting like stress dreams of like me, like, I don't know, just like, <laughs> like sitting here, but like being like mute and like not talking at all and not knowing what to say and just being like, I don't know. It was just like, but obviously like, we're doing it together so like it makes it a lot easier but still it was just like i feel like pressure of like and obviously people are being supportive and i love that but if they don't know we haven't recorded our first episode yet but here we are
1: yeah so now we're doing it we're having fun um do we want to talk about like the goals for our podcast and Uh, you know what we really what we envision for the postcards podcast since this is the first episode yeah okay you go first i would say like Nicole and I like both live a very similar life right now. We're both like chasing that digital nomad life, um, kind of like starting our own businesses. We're in our twenties. Both of us really don't know like what we're doing. Like it might look like I have my stuff together, but I really don't. And we just kind of want to make a podcast that's like fun, first of all, like entertaining, but then also like there's been a couple times where even like with Nicole and our friends like Sierra and Nat, where we've talked about subjects, and I'm like, wow, like this is so nice to hear that like other people deal with this stuff because no one really talks about it, like not having your shit together, you know, like anxiety, girl stuff, boy stuff, like just all that kind of stuff. I just really want to create a podcast where it's fun, it's entertaining, but then it also is like almost a relief when you hear us like talk about certain things because you're like, oh wow, that happens to me too. Plus, would love to give some like travel inspo since we're literally traveling all over the world and I know this is like something that a
0: lot of people want to do, so That's my vision
1: for the Postcards podcast. What about you?
0: No, I would say that's like super similar to my like take on it too. Cause I feel like also finding somewhere where like you can relate and it's like sometimes you go through something and it's so easy to feel like nobody else has ever been through something similar. But then like when you actually talk about it and like, you're like, you know, you're like more vulnerable um, and someone relates to you or is like, I've been through a similar experience and stuff like that. It makes you feel like you're not like completely by yourself and like isolated in this like, you know, this little, like, world that you've put yourself in or, like, this moment in time in your life that's, like, not going to last forever but also is really difficult in the time. Like, even in the summer, like, I was struggling with, like, a lot, like, a lot of anxiety and stuff like that Um, and we'll kind of get into that, like, later on in the pod but we were talking when we were at Sierra's house in Kingston and I basically was, like, I, like, I literally, like, honestly broke down and I, like, I'm not normally someone who, like, ever cries in front of other people or, like, ever, like, is more than just, like, a meme. Like, Genuinely, like, I feel like people just, like, kind of view me as, like, that friend that's, like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? So, but it was, like, really, like, comforting when you related and when, like, literally all of you guys related. It was kind of, like, okay, I feel, like, less alone in terms of, like, you know, feeling anxious and whatever. And we have, like, you know, similar stuff in that sense. So now I guess just decided to share all of that online. So six months later, I'm, like, guys, here's my anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We have similar visions
1: for the podcast. So like if you're into girl talk, if you're into travel, if you're into professional life, which we don't want to be super like pragmatic with the professional advice, but we want to be very like real about it. Like, you know, this is how we feel. It's not all pretty. It's not all amazing. It's hard. And yeah, just have fun. Then like, this is the podcast for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, once a week, one of us is, like, (laughs) (laughs) freaking out about something, but it's, like, it's nice to then talk it through, because then you're, like, oh, okay, like, this is not, like, only, like, something that happens to me, and I feel like it's a lot easier, too, when, like, someone shares, like, for me, what I like to do with, like, my friends is, like, if they're going through something difficult or whatever, I'll share, like, an experience that I've had, like, with that, not to, like, take the thunder or, like, be, like, oh, like, whatever, but it's more to be, like, oh, hey, like, this I've been through that, like, don't worry, like type of thing where it's like because for me, that's how I like to be like comforted, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if someone like tells me like an experience that they've had that's similar, like that sits well with me. So I try to do that for my friends. Um, so I feel like this could be kind of a nice place to just like share some of that stuff, and then people who don't feel comfortable like actually opening up to people can actually just listen and be like, Okay, you know what, I've been through that. Cause we've been through a lot of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, university is a whole whole roller coaster of emotions, but lots of fun.
1: I know. So basically, good segue. We basically both met in university. So we both met in first year, um, and oh my gosh, basically we met during Frost Week. I remember meeting you and your other friend. I don't know. Frost Week is so weird. Like you'll go to a party, and then. You'll wake up and you'll have like a bunch of numbers in your phone, and you're like, Who are these people? And it's not like boys. I had a boyfriend at the time, so I wasn't even getting like boys' phone numbers. It was just a bunch of girls. I'm like, I don't remember meeting this girl, but I did remember meeting you and your friend. So I would text you guys. I feel like I was really forcing the friendship. I was like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, wanna go do this? Like, I feel like I was like, like, forcing you guys to be my friends. Not in a bad way, but I just was super, like, I want to be their friend, so I'm just going to text them all, to, like, you know, and bug them until they're my friends.
0: It's so funny, though, like, how perception works, because, like, for me, it was, like, literally the opposite. What my vivid memory from, like, us in first year was, like, going to class together, and, like, we'd always go to the dining hall after. But when I think back to, like, the way we were in first year together. So awkward. Like, we'd a bit, go to the dining hall and be like, so. Class was, like, you know, like... That was so weird when the prof said that. You'd be like, yeah. Or we would be like, so are you going to this party this weekend? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll see you there. Okay, fun. But it's just like funny to think back, like how we were then versus how like we are now, like in terms of like closeness, like how much you like grow to be friends with people. Yeah. Then I feel like in second year, we like really, like we became like a lot closer. Like I feel like first year is kind of the year where like you meet so many people. And then, like, second year, like, you kind of fall into your, like, tight-knit friendships, if that makes sense. I just have so many memories of us at the dining And I would literally eat chickpeas and raw onions. And I'm like, this, like, disgusting. First of all, disgusting. But you know what? We were down bad by the end of the (laughs) first year. But I would literally fill up my plate with raw chickpeas. Like, not cooked. Like, raw. Okay, like, I guess they were cooked because they weren't, like, hard. But anyways, raw chickpeas. Like, nothing on them. And... Raw onions, like not cooked onions, they weren't like sauteed. No, raw onions, raw chickpeas, plate, dinner, sitting with her, and she's like got her normal food. And I remember like just like being like, Yeah, like, uh, do you want that? And I'm like, It's really good, it's so good because like you're so awkward in first year, so you're like, Oh my god, yeah, like it's- <laughs> love it. But like, uh, we go like twice a week, so we had class like twice a week, every single time, raw chickpeas, raw onions, literally. I Why? That's a great question. See, I have a lot of questions of, like, my decisions. I would like to say in the past, but also current decisions. Because that class was, like, second semester. And after first semester, I was, like, so sick of the dining hall. And I just reverted to eating raw chickpeas and raw onions, like, literally every single day. And I thought it was good at the time. Don't know how I thought that. And then now I literally, like, gag if I think about, like...
1: Like, Oh, my gosh. One of my biggest memories from first year when we were like going to the CAF is first of all I remember like just hoping you would come to dinner with me after like the class because I was like a lot of my other friends that I had weren't in the same program and then if and they must have had class like 7 to 10 that night because ours ended at 7 I think and then we went to the dining hall so then if you ever canceled I literally would have to go eat alone and it was like so sad when you canceled (laughs) so that was lovely but also we had a mutual, not friend, I will never call him a friend, but we had a mutual guy that we knew who was super weird, like, actually, like, creepy, like, he was so creepy, and I remember we kind of bonded over the fact that, like, we both had problems with this guy being super creepy, super sexist, and then he would, like, then he thought we were friends. I'm pretty sure he came and sat with us a couple of times. I think how
0: totally we like, really bonded like we were like talking about like this these horror stories that we had with these like really scary men and then we'd be like oh my god I had the same experience and then we found it was like the same guy and we're like okay we have to be friends yeah we did bond over that and then he would always try to kind of like come and like insert his way into us because he found out we were like yeah friends and he's like oh I didn't know you were friends as if like he was our friend like I don't know so random but wish him all the best do you I don't know if I do to be honest
1: like, I wish I was that nice, but I'm like, he was awful, I hope he, like, changed, but basically, he just kind of always was, like, super creepy to me, like, in the calf, like, I think we were even with you one day, and I was just, like, scooping stuff onto my plate or whatever, and he was, like, why are you even in school, like, why are you in business, you should be, like, a Victoria's Secret model, like, why aren't you just a Victoria's Secret model, swimsuits only, I'll be the photographer, and I was, like, Okay, what the fuck? Also, shut up. I'm smart and I have passions. Like, it's kind of like also insulting to assume like a girl just wants to be a Victoria's Secret model and can't have like other interests. Anyways, that was like the type of comments he made, which initially just pissed me off and I didn't like him. And then one day we had class together and I just walked home by myself, like from class. Like, I don't know, I was trying to avoid him. And I get back to my dorm and I hear a knock on my door and I'm like, Who's this? Like, I was just sitting at my table with my roommate, and I, like, opened the door, and it's him. Mind you, like, the University of Ottawa, where we went, is, like, huge. There's so many rooms, so many dorms, and I was like, how did you find my room? And he was like, oh, like, I just walked every floor until I found, like, your name tag on the door.
0: See, like terrifying like that I remember you telling me that and that's how we bonded actually and for me I had like a sim- I had a couple experiences with the same person um the first one was he also found my room and I was in the shower because I think okay I think I met him at like frosh like at like because you meet everyone at frosh. Yeah. like everyone's at frosh so I met him at frosh and that like at frosh you're just trying to make friends you think everyone is like I, I mean, still now, I think everyone's, like, a nice person. So, I'm like, hee hee like, I'll just be friends with these people. It'll yeah. be so fun. So, I meet him at Frosh, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, introduce myself, and, like, whatever. Um, you're just getting to know people as you do. And then, after that, I kind of got the vibe that, like, you know, because he had made, like, a couple weird comments about, like, you know. I think he said something about a swimsuit, too. Like, I think that What's was the maybe thing. Like, I think... I remember like walking in, and he was like oh like I wish this was like a beach party so you could be in the- like I think yeah yeah literally yeah I remember you- I remember you saying yeah. yeah like I think he had like a anyways weird vibes but then um one time like during the fall semester so like this is like first semester I was taking a shower and I had a roommate and basically I literally had just got out of the shower so I'm like naked like whatever in in the room and then i hear my roommate like talking to someone like outside the door and she was basically being like you need to leave blah, blah blah and he was like no like um nicole's here blah 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 like she wants me to come like go to her room and then my roommate was like she literally does not like you need to absolutely leave blah blah blah, blah. and he was like no like um blah, blah blah like i'll just go wait like inside her room because my room is like she's in the shower and then he like came inside and she was like get out and so like i'm hearing this like through the door but i'm like there's no way i'm going outside so i literally turned the shower back on and i was like standing naked like outside my like door like i wasn't in the shower but i had it running so like it, it sounded like someone was in the shower i'm like standing outside my door like listening in the crack to like hear what's happening to like wait until they were gone and then i went outside and my roommate was like literally that guy is so creepy like what the heck and then i had another experience with him where like My mom booked me a train ticket to go home for Christmas. Oh, my God. This is another example of Nicole's lock. This is, like, of course. Of course. Like, literally, of course. Like, of course this happened. Of course. Like, why would it? Why wouldn't it, actually? So my mom booked me a train ticket. Like, I didn't even book my train ticket. And I never took the train. I normally took the bus. Because this was first year. Like, before I had a car and everything. I normally only took the bus. But this time, my mom was like, you know what? We're going to get you a train ticket. It's going to be more, like, fun for you. Because the bus, like, sucks. train's quicker. I go to the train station and I see him like at the train station, but there's so many trains. There's so many cars on each train, whatever. Right. Um, I don't like make eye contact. Like I could tell he saw me, like I saw him and like looked away. Like, you know, when it's like those kind of vibes and I was like, whatever, like, it's fine. Like we're just at the same train station, like whatever. So then we're like in line for like, whatever, like the train I was getting on, he's in the same line. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like this train is huge. There's so many different cars. Like, or is it cars like train cars or like carts? I don't know cards, cards. No. okay <laughs> there's so many different cars like it'll be fine and then there's also like whatever he's in line at the same car as me and I'm like okay like whatever there's so many seats on this thing like it literally doesn't matter right tell me why <laughs> I walk up to my seat and I had an inside seat because my mom got me a window seat and this man is sitting on the outside seat and I was literally like are you fucking kidding me like this is a joke like of course this is happening and I was like Uh, I was literally, like, checking my ticket, like, this can't be my seat, like, this literally can't be my seat, because it's a six, it's a five-hour train ride home, I'm like, okay, whatever, like, I was like, yeah, this is my seat, and he's like, oh, okay, so, like, whatever, we, I sit down, and I'm like, okay, like, hi, and then he's like, oh, wow, like, what a nice coincidence, and I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God, and then we take this, we are on this train, and he's, like, trying to talk to me, and, um, I am, like, a very, like, open, like, friendly person but like I was so uncomfortable in that situation and I was just like he keeps looking at me and talking to me like I just don't want to be here like he was genuinely like quite creepy um and so he kept buying me snacks and like I don't even eat this stuff that he was buying me because like I'm like dairy free (laughs) so he kept buying me like milk chocolate and like all these things and like I wasn't eating them and he would just kept like buying me more snacks I'm like dude I'm not gonna eat these but then um So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the washroom, whatever. So I was like, okay, like I have to pee. Like, can I get out? And he was like, yeah, like you can go, but like didn't move. And and I was like, okay, like, can I, can I, you know, get out? And he was like, yeah, like you have to like walk over me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hold it. It's fine. And then tell me why trains don't get train traffic. But that one, like basically what happened is because it was winter so we got stuck waiting for another train because I guess it's, like, unsafe. So we were literally stopped for 45 minutes. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is, like, a longer train ride than it needs to be. And then at one point he was like, oh, we should watch a movie. And I was like, great idea. So I, like, put my headphones in, put my coat over my head. I was, like, watching a movie, like, literally, like, because I was, like, trying to be, like, asleep. I don't know. It was just really uncomfortable. Normally I'm really not like that. But definitely that guy was uh, very it was so scary and like that's a reason why
1: we bonded though so like whatever that's like one good thing about it and i feel like there was definitely like more creepy guys in first year and then it slowly slowly got better like i had a lot of issues with like weird guys in first year and then it got better because maybe we weren't like living on campus but i'm glad we bonded over it at least yeah
0: No, it's true. Like, I I am. And honestly, I do wish him the best. Like, I hope that he's, like, thriving in life and everything. But it was definitely, like, as an 18-year-old, I didn't even know how to, like, travel on my own. Like, you know what I mean? So it was, like, really, like, nerve-wracking at the time. But, like, looking back, it's, like, funny. Like, whatever. Like, you know, like, it was harmless. But it was just, like, at the time, I was like, I'm going to cry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And do you have any other stories of, like, university, us in university that kind of make you laugh?
0: uh but the bike story that's another one like I said we were friends in first year but like it was more like okay I don't want to say surface level friends but it's like kind of kind of yeah it was like we were friends it was like haha this is my friend but it was like we didn't know anything about each other like other than like IHP is a raw audience right so then in second year is when we got close but like the beginning of second year I got a bike and so I was biking in class it's the first time I saw you and one of your roommates um for after the whole summer do you want to see your perspective first, or do you want me to say mine? Okay, you say
1: yours, and then I'll tell you what was going through in my head. Okay, okay. <laughs> so my POV was, like, the so funny. This, like, I still have the memory in my mind, and, like, me and my roommate literally, like, laughed all the way to class. Like, this is how funny it was. It's probably not funny over the podcast, like, but it was hilarious. So, me and my roommate are just walking. We're walking in Sandy Hill. So, if you're in Ottawa, like, it's hilly, obviously. And, yeah, we just came back. We're, like, walking to class haven't seen nicole yet and we see her coming down the hill on her bike and she's like whipping like she's like so beating down the hill her red hair is flowing in the wind she's gripping down she's flying she's biking. <laughs> she's
0: biking do you remember like
1: hey nicole like you know normal greetings and nicole <laughs> zips past us and goes i have a bike just that's it she just goes i have a bike <laughs> and like me and my roommate really like, Why did you say that? Like, yeah, we see that you were actively riding on the bike. We got that message. Also, like, we didn't know each other too well, so it's not like I didn't know you didn't have a bike. Yeah. And then also like you didn't even say hi. You just were like,
0: I have a bike. <laughs> yeah, you say your POV. Okay, actually, disclaimer: that bike has now been stolen, so RIP. But. I was really, really exceeding crackhead energy, which we'll talk about that later on, the whole crackhead hex. But she had just came from class, sweating. It's like hot in the summer. My hair is like, like you said, whipping everywhere. I'm like, I look like a crazy person. You were just doing normal activity. You were just riding your bike. I thought that biking was, like, weird. I was like, oh my gosh, like, they're not going to be my friend. Like, what? I don't know. I literally don't know. And then the only words that came out was, I have a bike. And then I literally just, like, whipped past that. For the rest of the day, I was like, why did I say that? But I literally started laughing when I got home too. It's my favorite story. It's my favorite. It came out, like, I didn't see you in, like, four months.
1: <laughs> As I saying it's, like, a normal activity. And you're like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs>
0: I I don't know why I felt that way. And then, like, skip to, like, fourth year. I'd rollerblade to class. And I'd see everyone on my rollerblade. That's more embarrassing than biking. I would rollerblade, like, into, like, the business building, into my class. And people would be like, what the heck? And I remember this one guy. I rollerblade to class. And then I chained into my slides. And he's like, "Why are you wearing slides in class?" I'm like, "Do you not see me? Did you, you not see me pull up in my rollerblades? Like, why are the slides the thing that's throwing you off? Like, I'm holding rollerblades right now." Anyways, so I think I just stopped caring because I started doing that. But in second year, I was definitely like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking." Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know why. I literally—it's like one of those things that you just—you just don't know why.
1: I mean, um, that's a good I idea. Want to say like like what our first impressions of each other? Are. Do you want to go first? I'm trying
0: to remember what mine was. Okay,
1: when I first met you. I mean, I thought of you and your friend as, like, one unit, kind of. And then I got to know you. And I thought you were kind of quiet. Like, because when we went to, like you said, like, when we went to the dining hall, it was, like, super awkward. But, like, we didn't think of it as awkward because we're in first year. So, we're like, this is my best friend. But, like, it was totally awkward. And then, like, as we got to know each other better and we, like, became friends and you'd, like, come over to my house all the time, it was, like, you were the wild card. Like, we're, like, we have no clue what Nicole's going to come up with. Like, she's going to show up. And have some crazy story, but you're also, we like, soft-spoken. It's, like, you just have chaotic energy, but it's, like, a soft, like, chaotic energy. So that was my impression of you. And then, honestly, like, we're in the same program, but I didn't hear, like, much about, like, your professional life. So that's why I feel like we got to know each other better is when we shared more about, like, careers and, like, our mental health and stuff. Like, when we were just starting to develop our friendship, I was, like, this girl is wild.
0: And she just has crazy stories all the time. Yeah, like, I feel like there's, like it's my roommate says this to me all the time she's like I literally don't understand your brain because like you are so hard working and like so like invested in like your job and your professional life or whatever but then you also like in real life like street smartness like she's like I don't know how you get yourself in situations that you get yourself in and like I've always been someone who's like really cared about like grades and school and whatever but like I guess if you, like, met me at a party, you probably wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be your impression. You'd just be like, okay, and this girl's just like, yeah, I think not But, like, literally in first year, I guess I was a lot more quiet because I was so, 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 like, invested in my grades. And, like, obviously I still cared about, like, it through all throughout university because that's not something that, like, that's, like, a part of me. But I definitely, like, toned it back a bit where I was like, you know what, like... Yes, I want to get good grades and I want to perform well academically and whatever so that I can have a good career. But also I want to like also enjoy my life and like do all these like fun things and just like not care about what people think. Because I definitely care a lot about what people think. That's like a weird thing to like break down about me because like I care about other people's feelings so much. Like if like you're upset or someone's upset, like I will like go above and beyond to be like, oh, my God, don't be upset. I'm so sorry, whatever. But when it comes to like being embarrassed about stuff, like I'm really like I don't care. Like, I remember when I went to Barcelona, my friend came to visit me and I was literally, like, dancing in the streets. Like, I literally was, I'm not even joking, like, I was, like, dropping it down in the streets, like, dancing because I just, like, didn't care about, like, what people in the streets thought of me. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, literally stop. You're embarrassing me. And I'm like, I'm having the time of my life. Like, I'd be playing music on my little, like, phone speaker, like, dropping it to the ground, like, on cobblestone streets of Barcelona. And, like, so I guess I don't care about, like, being embarrassed. So I guess it makes sense of, like, the quietness in first year. I've also, like, grown a lot since then and, like, changed. But I was say my first impression of you, I thought you were really nice, but I also thought that you, like, hated me. But, like, not – like, I don't know why. Like, you know when you just, like, are, like – I think also because I was so, like, I'm 18 and, like, ah, yeah. you know. But I was, like, I think we're friends, but, like, maybe she hates me because, because of, like, the awkward moments. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah. I think it was because there was silence and you are like – what is this person thinking do yeah. they like are they not having a good time um but then we went every like twice a week so it was like okay yeah we're actually friends I definitely thought you were really nice and like had like your like uh, like stuff together when it came to like school and all of that because you talked more about your like professional like school stuff like that and like I kind of didn't at the time so like I saw you as like this really like like high achieving type of person if that makes yeah. sense and then like as we've got to know each other better and like related more to stuff oh okay like you know what like we have like similarities and like stuff of like when it comes to anxiety which is something that I don't think was my first impression like I feel like I thought you didn't have any of that stuff if that makes sense yeah
1: yeah I have a lot of that stuff
0: (laughs) but yeah
1: honestly also like you said like first year was so long ago that I like have changed so much as a person because honestly your first impression of me was probably right like I cared so much about school I was very like although I partied I still like was pretty straight edge but then like near like fourth year and especially now i'm more just like i don't really care like i still would love to go like i really like school but like career wise i'm just like i care more about like how i feel than like whatever success is compared to other people
0: i would say yeah i've definitely i'm going in that direction like I don't care what people think but i do and like i know i just talked about how like i don't care what people think when it comes to like embarrassment but when it comes to like being like successful or stuff like that like i feel like i was always so like i need to be like like the societal version of being successful. And then now we shifting into, like, you know what, I just wanna to like, have yeah, fun, like, like, I don't care, have a good time and like live my life. And like, you know, I don't know. So that's kind of like where I'm like going now, I would say.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think we're kind of going in the same direction. And I don't know if it's like an age thing or like what it is, but we're pretty much going in like the exact same direction where we're like, both of were into school, both were like, I wanna get the job and, you know, work nine to five and do this and work hard. But now we're kind of like, you know what? I don't really care what anybody else has to say. I would rather be happy and like travel the world, see the world, do what I like. And maybe it's not making the most money. Maybe it's not being uber successful, but like, I don't really care because if I'm happy, then that's what I would consider like being successful.
0: No, for sure. And I think that that's like different for everyone. Like obviously like if success is, you know, doing whatever so-and-so then like, that's amazing. And like, that's great. And like, I don't know. I just feel like be happy for other people and, like, just kind of let people do what they want to do. Like, I'm so proud of all my friends who are doing stuff that's completely different from what I'm doing, and yes. I don't find interest in doing what they're doing, but I still think what they're doing is amazing, and I still think, like, I still see, like, how valuable it is and how that's super cool. So I think it's just kind of, like, not to put, like, these, like, labels on things where it's, like, this is more successful yeah. than that. I like, I feel like you are super successful when you're doing stuff that makes you, like, happy or when you're doing, like, what you want to do. And I think that's like the most important thing because people in life, like they're always like striving to like find happiness or whatever, but it's like, you have to create it and you have to like, you know, really pick and choose of like, okay, like feel out like how things make you feel like career wise, this is what makes me happy. Okay, great. I'm going to do more of that. Um, You know, but it doesn't have to just be career wise. It can also be like hobbies and all of that. So I feel like that's like how my mindset has shifted where I'm like super happy for people doing what they want to do and then like Mm -hmm. I just hope that people are also happy for me you know yeah and that's kind of and nobody is like doing something better than the other person it's all just like different and it's all great I don't know that's how I see it
1: I definitely agree like some people love building things they love working on things and like they really thrive in environments that are like corporate like I have tons of friends that are literally like thriving in that I'm like that's amazing you go girl and then there's other people that don't want to work overtime and they'd rather do this like it's so different for everybody and that's definitely something that we've realized and that we're going to talk a lot about on the podcasts we're going to share lots about like our digital nomad life stuff we're going to share like we've mentioned a couple times mental health we've mentioned a couple times friendships we have boyfriends relationship stories literally just silly things and yeah I guess like recapping where we are today this year like we're planning on travel the world like I guess I'll share my side of stuff like I'm going to Thailand next week. I'm going to be there for two months working on like my business. I basically do like marketing freelancing. We kind of do the same thing. Um, and we own like our own agencies and just help people like with their social media and things like that. And like one of my biggest goals for 2023 is to like figure out what my purpose and like what my niche is. Cause like I do have, yeah, I have enough like clients where I'm able to kind of, you know, support myself a little bit better, but I'm like, I really want to find out like what my purpose is and like what, I really do for people. So that's like my goal for 2023. Do you have any goals?
0: No, that's great. I definitely do. I think that for me, this is like going to be like a really pivotal year in terms of like having that big shift. Cause like I, we will talk about it like later on, but like making such a big like career change and all of that, which like, obviously, you know, kind of what going through like that is as, as well. Um, but I think that my goal is just honestly to like focus on the stuff that like makes me the happiest. And I feel like, In the past it's been a lot of focusing on stuff that makes people around me the happiest which is also important to take into consideration but i just always neglect like myself and like my own feelings and like all of that so i think that this year is going to be kind of the year of like finding myself like in like new capacities and stuff like that so i think my biggest goals is is obviously to travel which uh, i'm going to be doing which is really exciting and then just like continue kind of working at like building like a good routine that's like sustainable because I'm, like, a very much a person where it's, like, I'm all in or, like, or nothing, right? So it's, like, if I'm going to run a marathon, like, I'm running a marathon tomorrow, like, you know, and then it's, like, but but I need to, like, work at, like, building up to it and being, like, okay, you'll run a marathon in six, seven months, eight months, a year, like, you have to train for it and stuff like that, but I'm, like, such a person that is, like, Let's do it like now, like whatever. So I want to focus on like coming up with like a routine that's like sustainable where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm working really hard, but I'm also working hard at having a work-life balance and being able to do stuff like for myself and like have hobbies because I'm not good at like having me time. So I think that I want to be like more focusing on like finding time for myself, traveling, which is also like for me, which is fun and just... like being happy i don't know
1: laughing laughing a lot we like to laugh i love that i guess so the last part of our podcast that we kind of want to do every week do we want to talk about that
0: yeah let's talk about it you go ahead you explain
1: so basically we wanted to have something on the podcast where like every week is the same kind of just like an outro like what can we share with everybody so we decided to do something called the weekly stamp but basically like wherever we are like some weeks i might be somewhere else and some weeks you might be somewhere else this time we're in ottawa so basically we'll be sharing like a staple place where like you have to go check it out if you're in the area so it could be a restaurant it could be like a thing that you do it could be like something to see so every single week you'll get a new like recommendation of like something to do in the city that we're in
0: yeah so the stamp is like you know when you send a postcard you stamp it so that's kind of the idea so what is your stamp of the week
1: so i think I was going to just honestly share the place that we went to last night. They're like super nice. It's really nice, actually. It's basically, it's called Starling and it's in the Byward Market if you're in Ottawa and it's above Apothecary, which is also really good. They're owned by the same people and the people also own like Zach's Diner, The Grand, and like a couple other places, but they don't give the vibe of like The Grand or Zach's. Basically, it's like a super funky interior with like really fun cocktails, great food, Um, The cocktails are like really, really cool. Like I just got a mocktail and it's fully like one that with like smoke coming out. And there's something really cool called like the dealer's choice where you can like describe what you want to the bartender. So like something like I want a smoky, fruity drink and then he'll just make it for you, which I think is so cool. That's my stamp of the week is Starling in the Bayard Market in Ottawa.
0: Tip of the week. (laughs) not stamp of the week. I'll get into that. But tip of the week is if you get a smoky drink, don't forget to like take it off so that the smoke like comes out because I got one and I was so invested in the conversation that we were having with like our other friend. And so the smoke like all dissolved into the drink and then I literally couldn't drink it because it literally tasted like campfire. Like I was drinking straight campfire. So if you go there, that's the tip is make sure you like take off, take the off. because there's like a huge it's like a dome that goes over the drink
1: it's really cute but she like left it on until like all the smoke was like, like kind of gone fully
0: <laughs> like fully fully gone yeah okay so my stamp of the week obviously i currently live in ottawa so um there's a lot of good places but i do love supporting locals so i'm going to shout out one of my favorite vegan cafes um they're called little joe Berries. Have you ever been there? No, I've never been there, but I've heard of it. You should definitely go because it's, like, so cute and it's, like, really good. They've got a bunch of, like, vegan, like, pastries and stuff. They make the best vanilla chai latte, literally, in the city. So if you're ever here, um, hit it up because it's it's really cute. Cool. Well, I think, is that it for this episode? Is there anything else we want to talk about? I think that's it for this episode. So come back next week, February 7th, for our second episode. It'll be really fun. you got to follow the Instagram. Oh, yeah
1: at postcards pod also tiktok postcards pod youtube at postcards pod and make sure to if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts or on spotify you can give us a review give us five stars and then that will help us get in the charts up in the podcast app
0: what she said exactly do all of that and uh we'll see you next week bye Bye. thanks for listening